Freaking. Welcome back to another one. And let's just do it. And a half. All right. <laughs> I watched Richie Rich. And as a fan of... Did you lose a bet? Yes, I did. As a fan of 80s cartoons, Richie Rich is like a go-to... It's a weird go-to cartoon, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I loved it as a comic book when I was super young. Yeah. So Like Archie. Yeah, you know, it was one of the first comics that I actually picked up off a rack, and I think it was because my dad and I were coming out to California from Massachusetts. We, yeah. were, we were driving here. We were moving. And that was one of the comic books that I picked up, and I, and it wasn't, I mean, I had multiples of them, and I used, I would read them and, and uh, go from there. So when it became a cartoon for the 80s, I would watch the cartoon. And then, of course, it went on to Boomerang, and, and that obviously brings back nostalgia for me and whatever else. So I, I, would, I would watch it just to see how cheesy and stupid it is. It's, it's, it's fun. You know, it's just cheesy fun. Yeah. Anyways, they came up with a movie, uh, which is the exact opposite of fun. And exploited the hell out of Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, and this is, this is the start of the decline for Macaulay Culkin right here. Um, I just wanted to point out, uh, there were actually two really, really good actors in this movie. Uh, Jonathan Hyde and John Larroquette. Yeah. Um, John Larroquette, even though this movie sucked, <laughs> was really good in this movie because he plays a magnificent asshole. He's one of those guys that I wish I saw see him in a lot more things. Yeah, he was great as Dan Fielding oh, on yeah. Night Court. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, f- I followed his career. He did um, the John Larroquette show. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Wasn't he like in AA or something like that, the character? Yeah, he, he, uh, he worked at a tr- or owned part of the... Coffee shop, or I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember exactly the premise of the show, but I know it was in a train station. So, um, Richard Richie Rich Jr., played by Macaulay Culkin, is the world's wealthiest kid. Now, they say son of a billionaire, but really, it was untold amounts of money. Yeah, like Scrooge like, McDuck. Yeah, it was just it was just an unlimited source of cash. Yeah, didn't really matter. So we'll just say unlimited. Uh, he's the son of businessman and philanthropist Richard Rich. Senior, who's played by Edward Herman, also a magnificent actor, who is expired. I, I haven't changed my mind about that. Yes. <laughs> Richie has his only loyal butler, Herbert Cadbury, or Cadbury, who's played by Jonathan Hyde as a companion and lacks any friends of his own age. Now, apparently this is supposed to be a fucking prequel or some shit. I don't know. At a dedication to the reopening of United Tool. Now, remember, Richie Rich and his entire family are fucking insanely wealthy. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're so wealthy, they don't even give a shit. They, they, they own vast tracts of land that it takes, like, a train to get Their there. Their servants have servants. Yeah, and, and they just design and build and whatever else. His dad, who is this fucking, you know, ultimate businessman, literally is, like, the way that the cartoon and this movie is set up is his dad is, like, a fucking cool dude that will do anything for his employees because he knows where his money's coming from. He's, like, the ultimate corporate good guy. Okay. Right? He, and he doesn't give a shit what his investors say or anything else like that. He's always about the employee. And that's really, I mean, that's what it comes down to is treating people with respect. So it's a wishful thinking type Yeah, position. exactly. It's not, a real, <laughs> it's not realistic at all. <laughs> so a factory, a United Tool that Richard, that, that, Ritz, that senior recently acquired, intending to modernize the factory and give it away to the workers as a token of goodwill, um, Richie encounters a group of Sandlot kids playing baseball. Unfortunately, before he is able to walk 
or talk to them, the overly strict head of security, Ferguson, who's played by Chelsea Ross, who I have no idea who the fuck that guy is. Me neither. Um, stops Richie and sharply pulls him away. Cadbury, ever the third parent, reprimands Ferguson for his excessively physical treatment of Richie. Um, he's an American actor who served in Vietnam. Um, he, huh. His son, Ian Ross, plays in the band John Five and the Creatures. Oh, that's cool. Um, he was in The Untouchables who's the reporter who re- interviews Al Capone. He was in Major League uh, as Eddie Harris. Oh, um, okay. Bill and Ted's Bogle, Bogus Journey as Colonel Oates. Yeah, he played the um, the Sal- Senator Calvin Boehnard yeah. in Last, Last Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah silk so comes from the butts of Chinese worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the greatest line he ever had besides, hey, Joe Boo, or bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Boo. Up your butt, yeah, Joe that's it. Boo. He, oh, he's, all, he's in The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, there we go. Fuck how old you got. Yeah, that was, movie's already a year he, old. He was old in the 80s, dude. What the fuck does he look like now? Yeah, he plays a trapper, so he's probably like... Um, uh, 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 who's the guy that had the squeaky voice? I can't do the voice right now. Um, fuck. <laughs> he's a sidekick. Sidekick. Uh, cowboy. Squeaky voice. Let me tell you. That guy. Okay. Pat Buttram. Mr. Haney, that's it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, Mr. Haney. I can't do it right right now, but <laughs> that's that's kind of who it is. The, the Mr. Haney and and uh, uh, a couple of other characters like him, that's probably kind of who he plays. But uh, he's been in a ton of shit. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he was in Drag Me to Hell also. And waking up in Reno and the gift, good good actor. Yes, if you like him, up your butt, Jobu. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that's his claim to fame. Um, Richard Senior tries to spend time with with the, the entire opening sequence because the way that the book or the way that the comic and the way that the cartoon was set up is Richie has his friends Darla and everybody else, right? Yeah, and then from there. Um, he would. They would always go on these fucking wild adventures, and then he, they would always have the the robot Ramona to clean up all the stuff. Well, you don't see her anywhere in this movie, yeah. so they couldn't. So that's taken out. So they had to. They had to um, replace her with Cadbury, who once in a while would show up in the cartoons and whatever else. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Anyways. Um, with the movie and the way that it's set up, it doesn't do that. It puts Cadbury mostly in the Ramona part, and then of course you have uh, the other per- the other character who is popular in the series is Professor Keenbean, who's played by Mike McShane. Mike McShane is a big boy, big as in he's fat. Yeah. Okay, Professor Keenbean is skinny, kind of a contradictory, yeah, mismatch of of casting. But Mike McShane is a funny motherfucker. If you've ever seen him on. Um, uh, whose line it is, is it anyways? Or I think he was on uh, the the Joey Lawrence show called Joey okay. as like the brother or the dad or the uncle or some shit like that. Okay. Uh, anyways, he was really really fucking funny, and he was he's he played um, he was in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, a couple of other movies. Um, anyways, McShane plays Professor Keenbean, who has invented a cellular phone like machine called Dadlink, with that pinpoints Richard's location in seconds, almost. <laughs> Uh, telling the future, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 
uh, it's, Jesus Christ, what a crystal ball that was. Fucking GPS. Uh, so that Richie can talk to his dad whenever he's away on business. Meanwhile, the greedy CFO of Rich Industries, Lawrence Van Doe, played by John Larroquette, is planning to steal the rich financial fortune believed to be stored in the rich family vault. Van Doe, with the help of Ferguson, <laughs> plots to blow up the plane carrying the rich family to England. Why will all oh. be mine? <laughs> I will get all the money. <laughs> After a failed attempt on Richie's part to make friends with the Sandlot kids, Cadbury makes a suggestion to Richie's mother, Regina, and arranges for Richie to stay home in Chicago for a weekend of fun with Sandlot kids. The weekend allows Richie to earn friendships. Most importantly, Gloria, who's played by Stephanie Lindbergh. Um, Cadbury also begins to fall for Gloria's pleasantly outspoken mother, Diane, who's played by Mary Angela Pino, whoever that is. Never even heard the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was in Touched by an Angel, Living Out Loud, uh, Unforgettable with Ritter and Harley Jane Kozak, which is a name that you don't hear of anymore. But Harley Jane Kozak was in um, Parenthood, the movie. Okay. The House on Sorority Row, Clean and Sober. Um, anyways, she's like a bit player, mostly. Uh, again, reestablishing you know doing doing a fucking origin story for these characters you don't need to because this it's part of the problem with the studio is that they don't understand their own fucking fan base yeah and this is what's happening again very few studios understand their fan base um i can name two <laughs> marvel and lucas well yeah. even lucasfilm is having problems but they understand their they understand their fan base yeah <laughs> and then, um, well, Disney understands it, but they're owned by the same company. So let's say Disney and and their subsidiaries. That's it. Yeah. Every every other every other movie factory or movie m- movie studio out there. Well, you know, whoever makes uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's Paramount. Yeah. So they they kind of understand because they do the James Bond stuff as well. Yeah. So what it comes down to is. Uh, a handful of studios really understands its own fan base. Once you understand your fan base, you're just going to fucking print money. Yeah. This is the problem with this movie is they don't understand the fan base for this. And the fan base is, this came out in 1994, the fan base is going to be people that grew up with Richie Rich in the 70s and the 80s, which is going to be me and and anyone that's my age, you, whoever else was into that stuff, right? Yeah. And the the other problem is is that again you're rebooting you're, you're basically rebooting a goddamn series that doesn't need to be rebooted. You don't need to tell the origin story of a rich kid who has had a successful cartoon series in the eighties. Uh, I mean, you may be trying to grab new people, but you're not going to grab new people with this premise. Yeah. You throw them into the middle of the action. Indiana Jones, ad nauseum. I've said it a hundred times, and that's how you that that's how you work it. And then if you need to tell backstories, you can tell backstories or whatever. You go backwards, you go forwards. That's all that matters. The point of the Richie Rich story is that you have a rich kid who goes on adventures. Yeah. That's the whole story. Not you have a rich kid who gets kidnapped by John Larroquette. Turns into Annie. Yeah, and <laughs> and it turns into a, another dumb. Remake of 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 a movie that didn't need to be made. Yeah. Um, during the plane trip to England, the bomb is detected. Richard is able to toss it out the window, but the bomb detonates while still near the plane. It crashes. They survive and float on a life raft. Everyone thinks that Richie's parents are dead, so Van Doe assumes the leadership of the Rich Corporation and proceeds to cut. Oh, there, here's the other part of it. R- Richie Rich already had a nemesis. 
It was Reggie. Yeah. His cousin. And see, the whole movie could have been just Richie versus Reggie, you know, and and have everything. In fact, I think, hold on a second. Boop, 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 boop. The poor little rich boy. And I think that's what got everybody is that they called it the poor little rich boy because really, I mean, he he was so rich that... He had no friends, right? Yeah, and when he makes friends, instead of using his money to... Um, to buy them off or anything else like that, he he just allows them to be. Yeah, you are who you are. I am who I am. Let's be friends. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. And then you can come over anytime and hang out and do whatever. And then we've got all these cool things and yada yada yada. But I want to go and I want to go and and experience what you have as well. Yeah, that's that's the point of Richie Rich, right? <laughs> I think that's the point. I, I hope. And anyway, so you have. Yeah, you have Reggie Van Doe and Reginald Van Doe. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure that I had the, the Van Doe's right because they even see again. Remember what I talked about when when we're talking about messing with characters yeah. and changing characters, <coughs> and this is what they did with with uh, Larry Katzker. Larry Kat- Oh, they didn't even. They, I forgot to add that uh, dollar. They didn't add in dollar the dog. It wasn't you know? there at all. They didn't add the dog running around. Or they nothing? did, but it, it was it's an animal, so they didn't do it. Uh, Reggie is Richie's mean maternal cousin known for paying, playing pranks on everyone. Uh, Reginald Van Doe Sr. is Rich's brother and Reggie's father, often angered. So Reginald and <coughs> Richie Rich's mom is Reggie's aunt by way of being uh, brother to Reginald Van Doe, okay, Sr. So Regina and Reginald our brother and sister, and Richard is his brother-in-law, okay? And Reginald and Richard are on the same page. Super cool guys, la, 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 okay? And then you have Gloria, Mayday, Made of Money, (laughs) Freckles and Pee Wee, Billy Bellhops and Timmy Time. Then you have Cadbury, Irona, the Rich's robot, Made and Richie's bodyguard, Bascom, the chauffeur, Chef Pierre, Cheapers, Woody, Jenny, Keen Bean, Mind Blow, uh, Chadwick, Minimints, and Captain Fuzby. And then you have the bad guys, okay? <clears throat> now, again, so you have John Larroquette who plays... Van Doe. Lawrence Van Doe. Yeah. Why Lawrence? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. N- and, and now you've changed the character, you know? Unless it's the other brother of, of you know, Reginald and, and, and Regina. <laughs> And and that's the problem with this movie is that well that's part that's one of the many problems with this movie, um, a, a, a top you know Van Doe assuming leadership of the rich corporation, um, the rich family were known let's see uh, Van Doe assumes leadership of the rich corporation and proceeds to cut many charitable contributions the rich family were known for, including closing the recently reopened New United Tool Factory which doesn't make any sense. Uh, which the parents of the Sandlot kids relied upon for their income. This angers Richie, and so with the encouragement and insistence of Cadbury, he proceeds to the company headquarters and, as a living rich family member, assumes the leadership position. Van Doe sees this as a minor setback. As Richie is still underage, his ability to run the business is limited by the powers given to him by someone who is able to give it to him, namely Cadbury. Cadbury's frame for Rich's family murder, which makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And, and this whole movie, I'm going to read this whole thing and then I'll get into it. Uh, most of the rich family's other loyal servants are fired in mass by Van Doe's edict. Van Doe plots to have Cadbury murdered in jail to make it look like a suicide. 
Keenbean, who was eavesdropping on their conversation, manages to sneak Richie out and enact a successful plan to help Cadbury escape from prison just as a hulking hitman arrives to murder Cadbury. Though bruised, Cadbury is able to knock out the hitman. Cadbury and Richie make their way to Gloria's house where Diane tends to Cadbury and Richie uses Gloria's computer to hack into the dad link's mainframe at Richie's mansion. You see where this is going. This is a really long fucking thing to read. Um, during this time, Van Doe finds out about Cadbury's escape and you know, confronts Keen Bean. They tie the professor up and threaten him with his own invention, the molecular reorganizer, which uses nuclear plasma technology to transfer transform matter into a different form. <laughs> Keen Bean states that the lock to the Rich Family Vault is voice activated and Richard's dad link receiver was damaged in the crash. And when Richard manages to send out a distress code, the signal is interrupted or intercepted, who disconnects Richie's modem from the phone line, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. I'm tired of reading this. <laughs> um, look, this scene, this scene defines the movie in and of itself, is when you have Cadbury who's dressed like a biker, you know, and he still looks like a butler, yeah. looks like a butler. He's wearing a headscarf and leathers, and he's running around with Richie and, try, and breaking into the mansion. And it looks it looks so god awful bad yeah. that all you can do is just shake your head and say, "What the fuck were they thinking?" Mm-hmm. That define that one scene really defines this entire movie. <laughs> it's like during that trend in the '90s when they started doing a lot of old TV shows and stuff like that into movies, and you know, like with the the Flintstones. Oh yeah. Well, the first Flintstone was not bad. It wasn't bad, but you know, it, but the, it was the, they had the Flintstones, they had the Beverly Hillbillies movie. I like the Beverly Hills Billy, Billy movie. They have Beverly Hillbillies. I actually like that because you like Dabney Coleman. Well, that's true, but um, I, I uh, Diedrich Bader is just fucking hilarious. He was very good, he was you very know. Good. And you can't go wrong with uh, what's her nuts. She was in uh, Under Siege. Um, oh, Erica, Erica Eleniak. Yeah, Eleniak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. But again, uh, there are there are some that are successful. The Beverly Hills Bill- Hillsbillies. Yeah. I'm I always going to say that. The Beverly Hillbillies are is one of those few movies that's actually not bad. It wasn't bad. You know, but this sucked. You know, then uh, there's a whole bunch of other fucking movies. I think movies. It, yeah, tried to catch on to that trend that was going on. Yeah, and and that's exactly what it tried to do. The the whole idea behind this movie, you is wrong. The whole planning of this movie was done badly. You know, I mean, this is a movie that could be done today, but it, it's it, it. The only way that it could have been done properly to have Dollar the Dog in the movie in and of itself was you could probably do a really shitty CGI. Yeah, but it would have worked better if you put a fucking cartoon in there. Hmm. You know, as the dog, that would have been fine. I mean, it would. It would have upped the camp to the whole thing. Yeah, you know, uh, you could have done Ramona the robot. You could. You We're could so have, rich, we can afford a cartoon dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, even you can do animatronics. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, and that's the problem is that the studios were moving moving away from that experimental period of the '80s and into the '90s. You know, where you had Jurassic Park. You know, I mean, you literally could have done a fucking dog because 1994 Jurassic Park is not that far away. Yeah. You know, Terminator 2 came out in 1992. 91. 91, like I said. You know, and you could have done a a CGI dog. Yeah. Right? You could have done CGI Ramona. It wouldn't have made, it it would have made the movie fucking better. 
well, I don't know if it would have made it better, but it would have it would have made it a closer. Uh, it would have made it closer to the comic yeah. and the cartoon series, and that's the failure with this movie. This movie didn't make enough money to make a, a sequel or anything else like that, thankfully. Hmm. But the problem is, is that part of it is the downfall of Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you know this. This was the start, I believe, or it was already on its way. Yeah, because um, he already—I mean, two years before that was when Home Alone two came out, right? And then uh, the year after that, I think he did the um, the Good Son, which is you know the the Bad Seed remake, right? Um, and then uh, oh, My Girl. That's right. He, this came out the same year that My Girl came out. Yeah, he and took a break in nineteen ninety four. So right yeah. after this, yeah. And then yeah, and then he showed up and he showed up like fifteen years ago in a movie called uh, Party Monster. Yeah, and that's supposed to be really really good. Uh, but he did Page Master, and then he did Richie Rich, uh, Getting Even with Dad, uh, and The Nutcracker. Those five, yeah, four movies. Those four movies because The Good Son wasn't really that bad. No, The Good Son wasn't bad at all. But you know you have you know he was in Jacob's Ladder. He was in Uncle Buck. Um, he was fucking fantastic in uh, in everything that led yeah. up till uh, up to here to the good son. He was fantastic in oh Elijah Woods in it. Yeah, he was he played the good kid and um, and he's the one that's tagging along with him. And all of a sudden he sees all this evil shit that right. Macaulay yeah, like I remember. I just talked to a, a customer about this the other day um, about the scene where Macaulay Culkin grabs a dummy and throws it off an overpass and causes a huge traffic accident because right. of it. Yeah. I, I totally remember that now. Yeah. Um, and I didn't care for the movie that much, but it's it's not a bad movie. He was I an just, evil little fucker. I remember that. I just fucking rolled my eyes when I saw the trailers and stuff like that. Mm. But Nutcracker, Getting Even With Dad, The Page Master, and Richie Rich, even though Page Master, uh, I believe, is dumb, Bluth animated. Yeah, there was one of those films that just didn't get enough attention or something like that. Uh, no, it's just not a good movie. Uh, my daughter had a um, when she was a little kid when she was like three years old two two or three years she had a page master um, movie book for it and it had the little buttons the digital buttons on the side of it that you could push for certain scenes it would tell you to push the button for that sound effect right and I oh god I always remember this there was always this one you had to keep pushing it was all sanctuary sanctuary <laughs> god damn that had some annoying sounds on it yeah so it, I'm sorry it's not Don Bluth it's uh, Joe Johnston yeah. Oh, he did all the live action. Maurice Hunt did the uh, the animation, and of course Frank Welker's in there. Yeah, Maurice Hunt did the uh, the Black Cauldron and Fantasia. Hmm. He he did a lot of he he did a lot of um, uh, Hanna Barbera and Disney stuff. Um, <clears throat> anyways, like he that and that's when he took a fucking like a ten year break. Yeah, and then did Party Monster saved. He, he's doing all these. These onesie twosie. He does little what he wants to, you know. He does. And they, like if you listen to him in his interview with Joe Rogan, I mean, you know, because it's funny because they have these news blips that come out and they'll show a picture of him like super skinny and they'll say, "Oh, what has happened to Macaulay Culkin? He's on drugs and all this shit." And he goes on Rogan. He's like, "Dude, nothing." He goes, "Everything's fine. Your life is fine." He goes, yeah. "He goes, he goes." It makes him laugh when he sees all this shit because yeah. I'm sure he was fucking whacked out. You know, in that ten years, he was whacked out. Mm. People were concerned for him, but you know, I mean, you you. You get to a point where you either go completely fucking off the chain, you know, yeah. or you 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 tick back normal. Mm-hmm. You know, there there really is no in between. Or you Corey Feldman. Yeah, you you <laughs> completely go off the chain, or you tick back normal. Good. And um, he just he just went and enjoyed his life for ten years. Yeah, and he hooked up with um with uh, um Jackie. 
he's been he's he's been he's like he's known her forever. Yeah. Didn't like fucking hook up with her. He's known. I, her I, I know. It just it was weird because I always forget. I, I there was a long time I forgot that they, those two were were an item. That was it was just weird. Like why the fact that Jackie and and Macaulay Culkin are hooked up. You know that Mila Kunis. Yeah. So, but he, I mean, he he knew her like when. Long story short, this fucking movie sucks, and uh, yeah, um, don't see it. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's it's garbage. Completely wasted effort, huh? Yeah, it's it's complete garbage. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't provide any good entertainment. How's Jonathan Hyde? He's fine. Every time I I, I I I hear his name, the first thing that pops in my head with him is the scene where he's the hunter in Jumanji, and he's in the the the, the sporting goods store, and he's being jettisoned across the store, and he starts screaming like a little girl, while all this paint's flying all over him. It just it makes me laugh every time. Yeah, he he was he was absolutely fine. Um, uh, I mean, he's a good actor. Problem is, again, is that they put him in these situations where he has to act like a fucking retard. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. For hilarity's it, sake. It, uh, it doesn't work. For forced yeah. hilarity's sake. For, exactly. Forced hilarity. Forced humor. You know, forced jokes. Shitty jokes. And, you know, I love the cast. Macaulay Culkin as Richard Richie Rich Jr., a friendly rich boy. Really? <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> you know. Ultimately, this movie is just garbage. Uh, you know, uh, Richie's dad and mom survived the crash. They built a fucking resort on the island. Blah, 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 blah. They're even richer now. Who cares? Fuck <laughs> off. This movie sucks. Okay. That's all I got. There we go. Stay, stay rich out there, everybody. Freak in. Freak out.